I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss it! I saw a funny thing happen outside your building when I came in. What happened? I was crossing the street, and mm-hmm. there was a woman ahead of me, like an older woman, and she was waving at somebody. And she kept waving and waving and waving. And then we get up to the corner, and I guess she was waving at someone, at a woman across the street who was going to cross the other direction. Mm-hmm. She keeps waving and waving and waving, but the woman is texting that she's waving at, so she doesn't see her. So I'm like, oh gosh, this is like, if she doesn't see her, then she's been waving the whole block for no reason. Yeah. So then she shouts at the woman texting, hey, stop writing a novel. But the woman doesn't look up. She finishes her text, puts it in her pocket and crosses the street and never saw her friend. Oh my God. And there was a man outside the bodega downstairs that was like looking at her like, why'd you yell at that lady? She was just writing a text. Like... (laughs) Oh my just, god! Yeah, it was really funny just yeah. to see like old ladies being old ladies. Oh uh, yeah, you'll be an old lady one day. I know. I'm like looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, my friends and I in college used to be like we used to plan out our lives as old people. <laughs> like my friend Sarah, like she looks very much forward to like having specifically a porch and a pitcher of lemonade. Oh, and yelling at children to get off her lawn. Yeah, get off my lawn. Like which is like super typical, but like she cannot wait. That's fun actually i think i'm gonna have my friends over every day to play cards yeah that's gonna be my yeah thing. that's gonna be your thing yeah that's definitely my thing or puzzles but puzzles are less interesting yeah i don't know what my thing's gonna be well we'll still be doing the show yes so then you could t- we'll be in the same complex <laughs> oh my god could you die if we were here just like at 85 years old like i shot young kid it was the thing that happened this week. <laughs> I can't have five this week. I have arthritis. I also, I'm going to I'm gonna hope that my voice turns into Don Pardo. Yeah? Yeah. That's a good idea. It was the thing that happened this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little like ghostly too. It's Hi. Like, Ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh. Exactly. Did Which, I scare I kind of, you? I kind of hope that's how my voice turns out when I'm older. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I just will. turn into a human ghost. You just have to will it a human ghost. So, a ghost? But, like, alive. Oh, but alive. Yeah, so, okay. like... like Walking Dead style. Exactly, like a zombie pre-ghost kind of thing. Zombie pre-ghost. Yes. That's a very good pre-ghost phase. Zombie phase... Zombie is probably my favorite phase. Yeah? Yeah. Out of, like, the alive to... To dead ratio. Yeah. Yeah, like, vampire... On that spectrum. Vampire's not that great. Zombie seems very great. Yeah. Because there's like no thoughts. Yeah. Only eating. That's, I was going to say that's pro- that would probably be like the most like impulsive I'd ever be is if I just did not have the ability to think things, period. Yeah. Yeah. I watched 27 Weeks Later with my brother. Is that what it's called? The... The James Franco movie or... No, 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 no. It's, um... That's 27 hours. That's 20... The 127 hours. Yes. Where he cuts off his arm. Yes. Spoilers for 127 hours. <laughs> um, no, uh, 27 Weeks Later is the one with... Oh, fuck, I'm gonna forget his name. It's not Adrian Brody, but it's a guy who kind of looks like him. Cillian Murphy. Yes. Has Cillian Murphy and he's in a coma and when he wakes up, the zombie apocalypse has happened within some time within the last 27 weeks. Okay. That he's been in this coma. He's been in a coma for like half a year. There's a part in the movie, the guy who plays Mad-Eye Moody in the Harry Potter movies, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
and he's like looking up at something and there's like a crow up there that has the zombie like virus Oh. And it was like eating something and there was like blood. And the, he looks up. This is so gross. Trigger warning. He looks up at it and is like, huh, look at that. And some blood from the crow falls into Mad-Eye Moody's eye. Ah, so now he's contaminated. He has it, but he doesn't know. So he gets back in the car with everyone. And then I think if I remember correctly, it like happens to him while he's in a contained space oh with my the God. others. Because they like find each other, right? There's yeah. like a few survivors. It's a pretty incredible it's scene. It sounds a lot like Walking Dead. Yeah, a bit, a bit. Yeah. I've only watched a little bit of The Walking Dead. What are your thoughts on Walking Dead? I've fallen off the boat. How or, long did you the watch? Bandwagon. I watched it from like 2012 to 2014 pretty regularly. Oh. And like those were some like pretty solid seasons from what I remember or like that right. or they were like pretty hit or miss. Like it was my junior and senior years of college and my senior year I remember there was a lot of like filler episodes. Sure. Where it's just them like them like trying to get from point A to point B and yeah. fighting a lot of zombies. But I remember enjoying it. Also, like I remember that's where um Emily Kinney, I think her name is. She okay. was Beth in Walking Dead. Is she related to Taylor Kinney? I don't know, but she I remember like being so proud of myself because she was in, like, the original production of Spring Awakening. <laughs> and I saw her in that, and I was like, I know that, Anna. And then seeing her in this, and now she's, like, blown the fuck up, and it's great. Great. Yeah, so I remember being super, like, excited about that for her. The only scene I ever saw of The Walking Dead was, I think it was at someone else's house, and maybe they were watching it. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, back in maybe 2013, and there was a character that was keeping a child zombie, like, as a pet to protect it instead of letting it go. I remember that. And it was, like, shackled behind a fence, and everyone else was like, you have to let it go. And she's like, I can't. They'll torture it. They'll ruin its life. It's my baby. And they were like, he'll be fully turned next week. And she's like, no, don't do it. (laughs) And then the main guy is like, ka-chock, shot, like, sawed-off shotgun. Just a lot of, like... Yeah, just a lot of, like, shooting things in the face. That's the sound of a sawed-off shotgun. Kachuk. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when a penguin eats a fish. Exactly. The glump. Oh. Throwback. Dedicated listeners of our first episode will know the sound. Good glump. I love good glump. Actually, you know what? Maybe it wasn't in our first episode. I think that was our lost first episode. It was our lost episode. That's right. Well, the sound of a penguin swallowing a fish is good glump. Yes. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it, but I also remember being there, like, one week thinking... Okay, last week they couldn't, they were breaking down a barn door, but this week they can't get past a fence? I don't know about that. Oh, is that an issue? Like, where they have to, I'm sure they have to break into shit all the time. Yeah, like, I just remember they were in, like, they were trapped in a barn at one point, and they were, like, breaking down, like, the zombies were, like, all together, like, breaking down this barn door. And then, like, a week later... Did they build a fence around their camp, or they pick a camp? Yeah, they so built a fence. I saw this in the same episode. Yeah. Where they were living somewhere where there was a fence. Yeah, and it wasn't even, like, a high-tech fence. Like, they could have climbed over the fence, even as zombies. And I was just like, I... It, it was just, like, a crisscross fence, right? Yeah, it was, it was a pretty elementary fence. Were they staying in... It was either, like, a school or an old hospital or something? A it penitentiary? Was bef- I think it was before the prison. Okay. Because there was, like, a whole season where they were in a prison. Maybe that's what I saw, though, because I remember there was barbing at the top. Yeah, there was a... Like, that season they were in a prison, and there was, like, certain areas... From what I remember, certain areas where 
Like, they couldn't go because there were, like, zombies on the grounds. Yeah. But they were, like, behind, like, real prison fences. Like, real, like, legit yeah. fences. This was the season before or a season before or two seasons before where they were still, like, sort of in the wild on the run, like, right. initially. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I call bullshit. I just remember seeing them walk up to a fence and they were, like, five feet from the zombies and they were all reaching out for the, for the yes. live humans. And they were like... Look at this guy right here. They were, like, talking <laughs> about the zombies, like, five feet away. And I was like, yeah. bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what if they have, like, mutant slime and can, like, suddenly melt the fence right? in their mouth? Like, you don't I know. That. Like, you don't know. You don't I mean, that that's a little far-fetched for a zombie apocalypse. But it could, it could it be. It could. Like, if there's a zombie apocalypse, it wouldn't surprise me. I think the best interpretation, besides The Walking Dead, of a zombie apocalypse is I Am Legend. Yo, I've never seen it. You would really love it. Yeah. Just, I mean, really what they did for like mid-aughts movies, it Mm -hmm. was uh, futuristic in the way that they devised like an overgrown New York City. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me a lot of The Day After Tomorrow where like that movie's not great. I Am Legend like could be better in parts. But watching it is, I mean, fascinating to see like the, the natural deterioration of like buildings and streets and stuff. And um, those zombies run fast. Hmm. They are speedrunners, like cheetah fast. And so every time the sun goes down, Will Smith has to get inside his, he's like decked out a brownstone, like a really fancy townhouse. Okay. With like the right doors and the right shutters. And he like locks down his house and he puts on infrared lighting outside. It's like crazy. And then you can hear them running toward the house because they smell him. Mm. And it's like a stampede every night. Damn. Crazy. Just cheetahs running. Just cheetahs. Just, just zombie cheetahs. Yeah, zombie cheetahs. Cheetah zombies. Cheetah zombies. I like cheetah zombies better than zombie cheetahs. Because then it sounds like there's like undead cheetahs rather than right. fast running undead people. So cheetah zombies? That's what we're going with? Yes. Yeah. Cheetah zombies. I like that. I like yeah. that better. It's nice. Um, it's nice on the tip of my tongue. It's like a warm up. Cheetah zombies. Yeah. Cheetah zombies. Cheetah zombies. Cheetah zombies. I like that. William Henry that. Harrison's hats. Is that one you use? That's one that I heard. The oh, one yeah. that I made up is cinnamon anemone. Cinnamon anemone. I have to it use feels that nice, one. Right? I love that one. Doesn't that sound nice? Cinnamon anemone. I love that. But if you say anything emphatically, it can be a warm up, like rolling over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Like, I was. <laughs> I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast in the past, but um, I was backstage at the last show I did, and friend of the show Rupert Simonian was sitting next to me. Hi, Rupert. Hey, Rupert. And then like we're just like kind of warming up, and I and I'm just like. Hmm. This, that, Grey Poupon, that Avion, that Ted talk. <laughs> okay, ready for the thing that happened this week? Yes. Da-da! That was a light one. It was a light one. A it, was like, light it was nice button. and crisp. Yes, crisp. Yeah. Crisp. Crisp. All right, who's going first? Did I go first last week? I think so. Great. Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? So... This actually happened to me yesterday, Great. which was on the way to what I think was the first audition that we've ever yes, run into we, each other I know. At. It was so crazy. Ian and I saw each other at an audition, and yeah. I was online, and I saw, I was, I was lined up to go in the room, and I saw his headshot on the table, and I'm looking around like, where is he? Where is he? Yeah. Where is he? And then he was sitting right there looking at me. Yeah. Like a, like, a, you know, like how when you get home and your fish or like it's your lizard like, is like. I've been waiting. 
<laughs> yeah, that's like that's like my blessing and my curse is that I lead with my eyes, so people think I'm like staring them down. Yeah. In passing, and I'm just like, no, I'm just. Well, in your case, I was, but um, there was a guy in line in front of me. I don't know if you saw, but he was doing like a full physical warm up online, and I was very irritated with him. And I then don't I, remember that. I feel like I would remember that. Then I saw you, and you and I started, like, dancing at one yeah. another, and I think I became the distracting person in line. <laughs> Whoopsie doopsie. Oopsie daisies. Um, so, what happened to me was on the way to that audition, so, like... Okay. Like, my path of travel from, like, point A to point B, in this case, was from the subway at 44th Street to the building on 46th and Broadway. Okay. So 44th and 8th to uh, 46th and Broadway. For those that don't live here, that is one avenue and two short streets. Yes. So it's like a two and a half blocks. Yeah. Something about that distance in like a normal town. I get out of the subway and like r- in that path of travel is the theater where Frozen is playing. And my old favorite thing used to be like, Watching the load in a Frozen happen on my way there, but seeing, like, all of these, like, construction worker dudes just, like, on their smoke breaks. Right. Um, but yesterday it was seeing Casey Levy and Patty Murin and, like, one or two other people from the cast in costume run up to the theater and take a selfie. <gasps> and that was... I was like, it just got wow. me so jazzed. Meanwhile, I'm on my phone waiting to sign up for an audition on my way to another audition and it's like here's these people that like are like that are like doing the thing and like it's still they had like 2 seconds to get this done yeah and it was like it was still like it's never not like when you're in high school and like you're just putting on a show with your friends and like yeah. it was just a really cute thing to see and i was like oh that like kind of that gave me that gave me some juice for the day i like that it, it's it's funny like even as an adult when you go to like disney world let's say seeing mm-hmm. the characters dressed up is still an emotional experience it's so experience. exciting and yeah. then, and then, like, the complete opposite happened, where I'm, like, crossing to get to, like, the building where Equity, our union, holds their auditions. And I'm waiting for the light to turn, give us the go-ahead. The student in front of me is on his phone, kind of a throwback to, to uh, what we were saying at the beginning of this episode, but, like, dumb. <laughs> He's on his phone, someone who he knows walks up to him, the two of them just start crossing the street... As cars are speeding at them. So, finally, they, like, and they're refusing to look up. So, finally, one of the cars honks at them. It doesn't stop. Thankfully, they stop. And then just sort of, like, like, not counter back, but they stop in their tracks, let this car go by, and then start running across the crosswalk. And Were they New Yorkers? I might. I don't know. My guess is no. If or they walked blindly into traffic. I feel like they're New Yorkers. I, yes, but like, but I'm also like, how? Why are you not? Why are you walking so blindly? It's like you're at a crosswalk. You've been standing at the crosswalk for a good minute. Well, when I'm nannying, I find that if I don't hold the hand of the little one. She will continue across if she sees other people continue across, whether sure. or not it's our turn. Sure, but this uh, going. And so sorry. I imagine that the friend walked up. He the the texting guy saw it in his periphery and just sure. assumed because he was proceeding forward that the light had changed. I could buy that because that I see that constantly. Sure, but it's also with like small children. Yeah, I mean I could see that, but like I just feel, and maybe it's just me being like super paranoid and neurotic, mm-hmm. but like. 
how do you I, I I don't know I just can't imagine how could you sense safety enough to exactly like, yeah. being a grown adult especially if you're a New Yorker it's like yeah I get like running like I get like jumping the light as a walker but like if you can't look up for like the split second and see cars rushing at you then like I like I don't know what to tell you and yeah. it was crazy I don't think this is your neuroses I think that's a normal thing to think I'm trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt but like sure. it's idiocy I mean it's just sheer idiocy yeah and like I tried like I'm and like thank you for that because I'm like <laughs> okay me. what is the, no worries I was like what is the benefit of the doubt here but like I just can't imagine I don't want to say I can't imagine a world but like <laughs> but like you I just are can't an old woman. right I'm like just call me Midge um <laughs> Midge it's not even Madge it's not even Madge just call me Midge oh god <laughs> Um, but, like, I don't know, I just can't imagine, like, not, like, having been at a street corner and not, like, looking up, because even I would be like, okay, other people are, I see legs moving, other people are walking, is that a good idea right now? Right. Um, so just having those two, like, those two happen in, like, the two minutes, the two-minute walk in between, like, that was... full joy and full full, terror. Yeah. That, like, that's what happened to me this week. Wow. Right? It's, It's an interesting juxtaposition because... It almost describes Times Square perfectly. For those that don't yeah. live here, the the blocks that Ian's describing, he was walking through the middle of Times Square. Yes. And it's, I mean, constantly. We're there almost every day. Mm-hmm. And it's like baffling how brazen people are down mm-hmm. there. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Maybe it's because they think like if there's enough pedestrians that they're invincible or something i could yeah like i could see that reasoning but like a car drove into the crowd at times square just a short time ago true i was very there. true yeah. i saw it like it was i, I don't know I, I think maybe it's just like a mob mentality maybe, I like times square that, encourages yeah. that oh yeah especially because like now times square is like i don't want to say safe enough but there's enough like pedestrian walk space that like that, like, I could see sort of the mob mentality, like, there's so much space for us to walk. Yeah. Like, why would you ever think to drive if you see us walking? I mean, they pretty much eliminated the traffic through Times Square. Pretty much. Like, there's almost no streets that go through anymore. This was, like, one of those three blocks that surround, like, that TKTS bracket. Yeah. 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 On the north side of Times Square. Exactly. Below the three-floor OG. Yeah. Yeah. All right, your turn. My turn? Is it my turn? Yes. Okay, here we go. So this week, I found somebody putting my character in question, which, oh, Ian just gave me the eyeball of the honey. Yeah, the look that says, I'm sorry, what? Okay, you could say a lot about me. A lot about me. But I am not someone who takes advantage of other people. Sure. And someone accused me of deliberately taking advantage of a friend. No. Yes. So I'm going to give you as many details as I can whilst being as vague as possible. I was moving apartments. Mm -hmm. And I successfully moved apartments Sunday night. Mm Mm-hmm. But I still had paid through tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have this apartment for just a few more days, right? Mm -hmm. It's now Wednesday. And Wednesday? Wednesday. It's Wednesday. And I'm from the South. And (laughs) I heard (laughs) myself say Wednesday and I almost died. Oh, I didn't didn't hear it. 
Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday and I'm from the South. And I'm from the South. I've paid for the room through 11.59 p.m. tonight. So yes. it's been like three or four extra days that the room has been empty. But on Sunday, I made a conscientious effort to spackle all the holes, deep clean the apartment, sanitize the surfaces. I did my due diligence. Yes. The catch to all of this is that the management has painted every wall this like blue-gray color. Mm-hmm. And spackle comes in white. So you can imagine that there were spots places. I hang a lot of shit on the walls. Yeah. But I prepped the walls for the super to come and paint. The super has painted my room twice before under different circumstances, but I know for a fact that the paint is on site and available. I told my roommates that I was leaving the keys and hit me up if there are any issues. I get a text on Monday from one of my roommates saying that the super came to see what needed to be painted and felt that because there were so many spackle spots that he needed to paint the whole room. And that would be $100. He didn't indicate whether the $100 was for paint, for labor and time, whether it was a policy, any of this. Mm -hmm. So when I get this text message, I say, okay, I'm not trying to stall this process, but technically I'm still paying for the room. I would like in writing what this $100 is going toward, and then I'll pay it. Mm And the roommate that reached out to me said, okay, I can't, and I'm paraphrasing here because there were a lot of text messages back and forth. But she said, I can't really deal with this right now. I'm at work. So I'm going to pass it off to the other roommate. Okay. Now here's what you need to know. Roommate number one that reached out to me is my friend. And when I moved in, she didn't ask me for a security deposit and I never signed anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that being said, she told me that she assumed that I would be cool with doing stuff like this, which I am. I just want it in writing. Sure. I don't think that's unreasonable. And I'm talking trepidatiously right now because I'm trying to be respectful that like, I do see their point of view. hundred dollars is like, you know, a chunk of money. It's kind of not very much, but... It's money that no one wants to pay. And I just need to know where it's going and why $100. Sure. So I group text both roommates and I said, hey, roommate number two, roommate number one caught me up. All I need is to find out if the super will let me paint the touch-ups because I know the paint is in the building. Or if he insists he he does it himself... I need a photo of a clause in your lease, a work order from management, or a receipt of labor Mm -hmm. in writing for the $100, and let me know what you hear back. So that was like lunchtime Monday. Late Monday night at like 10, 10 10.30, I get a text back from roommate number two, and he says to me, hey Claire, sorry for the late response, uh... If the management has the paint, then they should do the painting. I appreciate your offer to do it, but it should never have come to that. And then the text message took a very dark turn, which really upset me. He said, after that kind of pleasant, like, here's the first part. 
you really should have left the room the way that you found it and you shouldn't have taken advantage of roommate number one on your friend's agreement and you've caught us this time and you're off the hook. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And so I wrote back, I'm very disappointed to read that. I'm not trying to take advantage of anyone or stall this process. But I think it's reasonable for me, I've given you many feasible options and it's reasonable for me to ask for things in writing. Yeah. It's customary to get everything in writing in life and also in these sorts of transactions. Mm -hmm. So that being said, I'm still paying for the room until midnight Wednesday. We have three days to work this out. If you would reach out and ask them about the paint or I could come and color match it, I'd be willing to do that. But otherwise, yes, I'm going to need some sort of something in writing to reimburse you at a later date. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anything since. It's been two days. And I'm not really sure what to make of it. Yeah. Granted, roommate number two and I are not friends at all. Yes. But it was in a group message with roommate number one that I do consider a friend. Mm -hmm. And... The fact that roommate number one didn't feel that she could speak up if that was the way she was feeling. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And like, what if I had stayed in the room until midnight Wednesday? Yeah. Then, like, if I left the keys on the table at 1159, the room would have been that way for the next, they have a subletter coming tomorrow morning, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't, and I felt like I was taking crazy pills. I must have told this story to two or three, like, trusted sources mm-hmm. just to be like, hey, like, I'm not, I wouldn't have talked about it on the show if I didn't verify with people who I care about. Oh, yeah. And who care about me. Like, you're not crazy for asking for, to see no. the receipts. Like, no, not at all. And I'm just like, my mind is blown, mostly because, like, I just think that's the, I don't want to say the adult thing to do, but I can't think of another word. No, I would agree. I would agree. I think it's the adult thing to do. I think it's fair to just like to ask for things in writing. I just think it's a fair thing to do. Like, it's not suspicious or like, like you're not asking, like you're not suspecting anyone of anything. Like it's, it's just, yeah, it's just like something to ask for. Like, so I haven't heard anything from them since mm -hmm. and I know that I will hear from them at least once more about utilities for the current month. Sure. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm just like super confused and honestly like baffled that like, I I can't even like be angry about it. I'm just like, wow, that's surprising Mm -hmm. to be like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm not sure it is my responsibility. I literally, I I told roommate number one, I'm not sure it is my responsibility to cover this cost because you never asked me to sign anything or give you a security deposit. But that being said, like if you can get it in writing, you know, it'll get taken care of. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be like snarky and be like, it's not my responsibility, but like it's not. Mm-hmm. So me presenting options like I'll do it myself, I'll come and get something similar, I'll talk to so-and-so, or I will get, you will get it for me in writing and I'll reimburse you. Sure. Those are like all way above board, more than reasonable, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And I, 
I'm just surprised it's not in their opinion that getting things in writing matters in that way. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the number one rule about being an American. Like, capitalism rocks. Get, get it in writing. Get your shit in writing, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm confused. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's odd. I mean, like, not the, just because I know your roommates. Right. Um, the situation that unfolded with roommate number two, I don't want to say it doesn't surprise me, but, like, well, we're just not friends, so yeah. Maybe, and you can't, you don't, you just can't know how people mean text messages, of course. But there's no way for me to read, like you're off the hook. You took advantage of mm-hmm. roommate number one. Like that's, I don't know. I again, like you could say a lot of things about me, but being like an inherently bad person in that way is just like that's, not one of that's them. that's not fair yeah i don't know that's I don't tough know and like i'm sure you'll talk to roommate number one and i'm not I'm, sure i will really? that's my concern is like maybe roommate number two threw it out like that in a group message with roommate mm-hmm. number one nothing else was said so I'm is wonder- that it i'm wondering yeah i'm just wondering like and it seems so insane to be like actually thinking i could lose a friend over a hundred dollars yeah it's chump change and mm-hmm. i know it's chump change and they know it's chump change but it's one ninth of my rent so i want it in writing yeah i don't think it's that crazy and my mom was like well what would happen if you just sent over the money as just like a peace offering. And I was like, well, no, I can't do that now because in three different instances, I told them I have to have things in writing for money to pass hands and I mm-hmm. have to stick to my moral guns. Okay. That's like part of the, you know, that's a big part of my character. Sure. Once I say it, I have to stick to it. I can't just like, a lady is only as good as her word. <laughs> like, I don't know. There could have been a lot of ways to phrase that, but like you directly calling... You, Ian, you. Uh, my bad. Directly calling my character into question. I mean, I felt like it, it, I was on The Bachelor for a second. Like, yeah. people say, like, she called in my character into question. It's like, yeah, wow, that is a horrible feeling. That's rough. Yeah. It's mega rough. So, anyway, I'm not sure there will ever be a resolution to this one. Oof, keep me updated. I will, but... Damn, I'm sorry that happened, because that's so... But, like, what's so crazy is, like... It's okay, which is also insane for me to say. Like, okay. Because I get major anxiety about, like, huge anxiety attacks about doing or saying the wrong thing to the wrong person. Like, I'll sure. get pits in my stomach. And I have felt completely equilibrium about all of this because I hmm. know in my heart that there's nothing wrong with asking for paperwork. Like, okay. I just, I just have to believe that I didn't do anything wrong. Because that is just the way things are done. Mm-hmm. If money passes hands, I want a receipt. Sure. Like, it has to be made available to me. And I just, you know, because I like our super, but who's to say that he's not keeping that money for something other than the labor? Yeah. And how could that labor possibly cost $100 if I can do it for free? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts. That's a okay. lot of and, thoughts. And you're in a safe space. Thank you. On the internet. On the internet. <laughs> the, the troll capital of the 
universe. Yes. So thanks listeners for bearing with me. I know that wasn't probably the most fascinating thing to listen to. No, but I think it's, I think it's good that you talked about it. Like, well, and the more I say it out loud, the more I'm like assured that I asking for paperwork is not crazy. No, I'm not crazy. No. Yeah. I I really, I felt for a second, like I was crazy. I can't tell you how many like professors and mentors and people that I've come across that have been like, no matter what you do, no matter what it is, get it in writing. And it's like... Even my parents, my mom has been like, whatever yeah. you do, get it in writing. And I'm not trying... I'm genuinely not trying to be snarky or a dick or anything. But I do believe that it's not on me for you to have not asked me to sign anything or give you money. Sure. So now, maybe these proceedings are extra bitter because I'm doing what you never did. I'm asking for paperwork when money changes hands. You never asked that for me because, yes, we're friends, but that was the risk you chose to take. Yeah. And I'm not taking advantage of that. Mm -hmm. I'm literally following the pattern you set out with my own morality. Yes. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is too highbrow for just $100, but... I don't know. It's just $100. But I I just want receipts. <laughs> I just want, like, show me the receipts. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, enough of that. Quiz time? Quiz time. Quiz. I, this song will make me happy. <sighs> I can sing it. Yes. Quiz time! Yeah. That was good. It was good That was well-placed. That was resonant. Yes. I like that. A plus. Thank you very much. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? I'm back to my obsession with ballet. Ballet! I've, I've been in class lately, like, regularly, and it's just been, like, the best thing I could have done for myself lately. Amazing. Yeah. Proud of you. Thanks. Three fingers? Yes. Uh-huh. Never have I ever... Never have I ever been to Asia. Nope. Never have I ever touched a monkey. I'm going to say down because I went to a lot of like petting zoo birthday parties as a kid. Sure. Never have I ever sat on a fire escape. Down. You were smoking weed, weren't you? Yeah, that's why this building just smells. Yes. Never have I ever gotten a black eye. Nope. Never have I ever gotten a black guy. <laughs> Let me think back. <laughs> Never have I ever been on the swing set and like flipped the bar. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You can swing over the top. Part of me wants to say yes and part of me wants to say no. Okay, well we'll get a certain one. Uh, yeah. Never have I ever drank Dunkin' coffee? Down. Pretty sure That's about my that. shit. That was targeted. I did it on purpose. That's fair. Ian Brodsky, what are you watching and listening to this Ooh, week? Um, I was listening to the first live Pod Save the People, which was super fun and interesting. Great. Um, I've been listening to Brooks Whelan's podcast a lot called Entry Level, where it's all about comedians and actors and the jobs they had before they could quit those jobs to do their craft full time. I like so that. So I, yeah, I love I'll it. I'll start listening to it too. Like, it's fun. I just downloaded one of Dalton DeShen's singles from Great. the pod, um, and it's really good. It's so good. It's so check, yeah, it's a star. yeah. So if you haven't already, check out Freak Show. Yeah. Um, 
what else have I been listening to? Um, some J. Cole. A little, like, it's been a, quite a wide net because... J. Cole. Yeah. Kind of sexy music. Like, it's it's really good. Yeah. He's um, great. He's so good. Um, what are yeah. you watching? What am I watching? Um, I was catching up on some Daily Show. Um, I caught up on Two Dub Queens. And um, I finished New Girl, so that was fun. Is that, yeah. like, the end of New Girl? No, um, it's only five out of what I think are, like, seven or eight seasons that are... That have oh, been made. Okay, because Netflix I, has five. I saw an interview this past week with Lamorne Morris mm-hmm. and who plays Coach. Yeah, and um, he he seemed to be saying that like the show is over. This is their last season. Okay, like currently. Okay. Yeah. Le courant. Ouais. Saison. Les ouais. saisons. La saison. Courant. <laughs> Maintenant. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. Yeah. Last person you texted that wasn't me, no cheating. It was my mom. Hi, mom. Yeah. Hi, honeybee. Hi, honeybee. Buzz. Exactly. Yes. And Ian Brodsky, one person, living or dead, whom you may or may not know that you would like to wish well this week. Um, I'm going to wish well my buddy Sketchy. His hey, na- Sketchy. His name is Mike. We call him Sketchy. Um, is he Sketchy? Not when you get to know him. He's like a big old, like fun teddy bear of a guy but does his name come from being sketchy i honestly have never asked my brother had a friend in high school named smelly and at yeah. graduation they were like ryan smelly day yeah yeah they like called his name out they allowed us to do that at uh in college like yeah. you got to write what you wanted to be announced as wow as long as your first and last names were in there great yeah um so i'm gonna wish him well because he's one of my co-workers who has had my back from the beginning um and he's just like a good dude that i really appreciate Having my back lately. Awesome. Yeah. Your turn. My turn. Miss Womanship. Yes, it's me. <laughs> what are you obsessed with this week? <laughs> this is going to be meta. I am obsessed with self-reflection. Deep. <laughs> yeah. I relate, though. Because this week, I was dealing with my thing that happened this week, mm-hmm. but I also had... An issue with getting my birth control and I'm still battling with it. And it's like four days that I've been waiting to like figure out this prescription drama. And I'm like trying to center myself and know that like this is not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. It's going to work out. And then last night I wrote a bunch of responses for there's a senior at my university at my alma mater that was asking me to like help her with a senior seminar project about finances and like stuff here in New York and I started writing and I just like could not stop I sent her pages and pages and pages of like advice information wow anecdotes quotes like and I was like wow I just I didn't I don't think I remember to like take a minute and like appreciate everything we've achieved here and like birth control's not gonna be the end of me mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's cool yeah so Fun. A reflection. I actually wrote out a few things this week, so three fingers up. Exciting! I know, like, I only got, like, four things. Um, so, never have I ever owned a cat. Down. You put all three fingers down. <laughs> I was like, oh, three cats, cool. So um, many cats. Um, never have I ever been camping. Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Um, never have I ever been in a fist fight. But, Down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to feel like, I don't know if that's, like, fair because you just asked me if I had a black eye. Um, never have, um, never have I ever 
dated, been in a college relationship with someone outside my major. Down, but it was at a different university. Does that count? Yes. Great. Like if the person wasn't your same major. Yeah. Then it counts. Great. Okay, amazing. that's that. Yeah. Hey, John Tory. Hey, I had, buddy. I had just enough for this week. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. You barely got I'm, it. I made it. Um, Guys, you'll you won't know this when you listen to Epi sixty one. Ian struggled with Never Have I Ever so oh badly. Oh my god, I, I don't know. Buddy, I cut out seven minutes of you of me stalling. just like thinking about stuff. I, I, that sounds right. Yeah. It, <laughs> that sounds right. Guys, the show is fully edited. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you watching and listening to? Oh, okay. Um, I have still been watching Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. I'm almost to the end of the first collection. Really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I have also, I just rewatched, I love this movie, Julia and Julia. Ooh. Yes. Love that movie. I love it. Both of them. I love Amy Adams and Meryl Streep. Yeah, they're incredible. Amy Adams with short hair is weird. It's always hard yeah. for me to look at her. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment, girl. No short hair shaming. I just no, like I'm just... I, I she, her hair is such a part of her identity it's as true, like a though. brand, as like Amy fucking she, Adam. Yeah. So That's beautiful. A, yeah, she's gorgeous. Uh, and let's see, let's see what else. I had something on the tip of my tongue. Oh, the reason I was watching Julie and Julia was because I've been listening to a bunch of film scores, and I kind of Ooh. got through most of Hans Zimmer. And then, related to Hans Zimmer, is Alexandre Desplat. Sure. So, I started listening to the Julia Julia soundtrack, and it is a soundtrack, the score. And there's some soundtrack in there, but it's score. And uh, it was, I don't know, just like, it made me miss Paris. And it was just really wonderful. That's awesome. It was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. All right, last person you texted, aside from me, no peeking. I think it was... That Elon Sr. that was asking me for advice, she was just writing me to thank me for... That's wonderful. The Yeah, and she invited me to hang out in a couple weeks. Oh, nice. Because she'll be here. Senior theater major? Yeah. Cool. Acting, yeah. Yeah. Acting. Acting. Acting, because we have a separate theater degree. Sure. Which is only a BA. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah. We only had the BA. Yeah, but the BA is badass at a school like that. That's true. Yeah. We're pretty badass. Yeah, you All right, are. final question. Yeah. Uh, one person, living or dead, who you may or may not know, who you'd like to wish well this week? My roommate, Claire Francis, told me a story this week about an ex-boyfriend <laughs> that cheated on her. Mm. And the more that I heard, the more I just knew that this guy needs, needs our help. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just needs our thoughts and prayers because he is such a lost cause. And it was just like really, I don't know, wretched to listen about somebody who like just wronged someone so wonderful yeah, for so long. So I really hope that like he improves and that things are well with his soul because I just like... What a monster. Yeah. Yeah, what a bummer. So, I wish you well, ex-boyfriend Dude. of yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Cool. Great. <laughs> wow. Our mazel of the week, Ian. Mm. Who would you like to congratulate? Uh, this might be a little controversial. Sure. I don't like the dude, but I'm going to mazel John Kelly because oh, he okay. just lowered uh, Jared Kushner's security uh, clearance. Oh, and mazel. Mazel because you did, <laughs> you did the right thing. Yeah, mazel. What about you? 
My Mazel of the Week is for Tiffany Haddish. Yes! I just watched her special. Yes, who finally touched base with Oprah about a small business idea. Yes. Yes. So, congrats, Tiffany Haddish. Oh my God, yes. Mazel. The show can be listened to on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, but most importantly, iTunes. Yes. And how can they get in touch with us? Ooh, well, you can find the show at This Week's Thing on all social medias, including uh, Twitter, uh, I was going to say, it's technically Instagram, even though we just haven't done anything with it. Yeah, there's uh, nothing over there. Twitter, um, Facebook. Facebook. I was, I'm just going through all the social medias in my head that we don't have. Sure. Um, and thisweeksthing.com this and thisweeksthing this thing, yes. at gmail.com. And where can they find you, Claire? I'm at womanship, W-O-M-A-N-S-H-I-P, on Twitter and Snapchat, clairemanship.com, and facebook.com, slash Julia Claire Manship. <laughs> And I is at iBroski on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram and Brodsky Ian on Facebook. Amazing. Yeah. So until next week, y'all, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye!